Riverbank's Cow Care Podcast. G'day, I'm Sean Britton. Welcome to the Cow Care Podcast, where we'll explore how to boost milk production and profit by talking to real farmers and experts. Today we're looking at one of your cow's most amazing features, its digestive system. We'll take a close look at how to get the most out of its rumen and how you can diagnose many issues out in the paddock. The feed you buy is one of, if not the biggest cost on your farm, so you really want to get the most out of it as much as you can. It's the rumen in each cow that makes this happen. It extracts the energy from the food, so if it's not working well, you're losing the money you're spending on feed. We asked some farmers how they were checking that their herd was ruminating. Matthew Dare. Um, well, if a cow's, if all the cows are sitting down one or two hours after you've put them into a paddock, you've done a good job. You know, they're all sitting down, they're all chewing the cud. That's the way it should be. It's uh, obviously difficult to do that every single day of the year, every single day, morning and night, but um, that's what we aim to do. If you see cows walking around, they're obviously looking for more feed. They're not full, so... You need to give them more or do some, put something in place to, to sort it out. I think the cow's behaviour is incredibly important. It tells you everything you need to know if you know how to look for it and what it means when they do certain things. If you understand why they do it, you can then either take advantage of that or put things in place to prevent if it's a problem. Um, really important. Oh, I think generally if you've got cows standing around chewing their cud, then, then that's a pretty good sign. Um, if you haven't got cows chewing their cud, well, then you're probably in a bit of trouble. That's Adam Richard's straightforward advice on your cow's behaviour. Let's take a closer look at how you can easily tell if your cow is ruminating. Riverbank Sales and Operations Manager Andy Robinson gives us a bit of a tip. There's some real key indicators that show that they, that they are actually ruminating properly. You know, three hours after the cows, after all the cows have been in the paddock, if you go into the paddock, 70% of them should be sitting down and ruminating. And by ruminating, we mean chewing their cud. There's a real simple test we can do to see that they're doing this properly, and that's if you go into a paddock and you count the number of chews a cow does between belches, it basically should be 55. And when I say this to, to people, they, they look at me like I'm, a, like I'm from outer space. They don't, they've never heard it before, and they think I'm joking with them. Yeah. And then you say, no, no, you watch, and you, and you count. And the cow that's ruminating, she'll chew 55 times, swallow, then belch, then start chewing again. And when they, when they see that, um, it's like a light's gone off for them, and it gives them something real that they can actually look at. But what's the rumen like? What does it do? I put Andy together with dairy consultant James Haig. When I'm running nutrition workshops, I describe the rumen like a log burner. And that if that log burner isn't burning hot enough, you'll end up with lots and lots of ash left in the bottom of the log burner and not much heat given out. And quite often we see on farm that the rumen isn't working to its best. It's not burning hot enough and it's not digesting those feed down, that feed down. Mm. I guess I, I've heard it compared to lots of things, um, log burners being one of them, bug factories is another one. And basically the more bugs we get, the better types of bugs in the rumen, the better the rumen's going to work. Yeah, and I think that's well worth fully understanding is that um, the rumen in itself is just a big bag. It's full of liquid and it's full of bacteria and it's the bacteria that do all the work. Uh, but quite often we haven't given them the right environment to live in. Mm. And it's really interesting when we talk about bacteria, the size of these bacteria. One teaspoon is billions of bacteria. 
And I guess that's the key question that we often get asked is, okay, so I'm a log burner or I'm a bug factory, how do I get more bugs or how do I burn hotter? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, a fermentation process. So um, for anybody who's ever done a home brew, you know that you need a nice yeasty mix, you need plenty of sugar, you need a little bit of protein, and you need a nice consistent environment. So generally it'll go in the airing cupboard. Uh, with the rumen, it's no different to process. So I guess, I guess we're looking for that high starch, um, good quality grain to give us that, um, that sort of yeasty environment. We are, we're looking for the, the room of which you've already mentioned, there's lots and lots of different types of bacteria and they all do slightly different jobs. So there are fiber digesters and there are starch digesters. Uh, of the ones that digest starch, um, they're gonna release a lot of propionic acid, propionate. And that really helps to, to, to really push our milk proteins forward. So one of the things that we do with the tracker system is that we, we monitor where milk protein is versus the target. And if milk protein is low, then either we're not supplying enough protein in the diet or we're not producing enough propionate and we need to put more, more starch and sugar into the diet. Tracker is our Cow Care Club system for using your data to get the most out of your cows. You can find out more at cowcare.com.au. Let's get back to Andy and James and look at some of the questions we get asked the most. We often get asked about um, grains and you know which grain is best, you, obviously our, our three main grains, barley, wheat and, and maize, um, then we have triticale thrown in there as well and then, then you know we often get asked which is the best, which is the best, I guess every grain is different and I, I wouldn't say any of them are the best um, but they do react differently and there are ones that we can use at certain times of the year for key Gains. Yeah, and I think the important thing to realise is that um, they all have different uh, levels of degradability. So it's about thinking about the release of energy over time. That if we were just to put all molasses into the diet, we'd have a big release of energy very, very quickly. But if we were to put all maize grain in the diet, it takes quite a, a, a much longer period to digest that starch down and to release the energy. So uh, we've got to have a nice blend of rapidly fermentable and slowly fermentable energy in there so we get a nice consistent burn all the way through the day. It's a bit like waking up in the morning and either having a can of Coke for breakfast or three wheat mix. We also get asked a lot about um, grain left in the dung after it's passed through the cow. Uh, and particle size and, and that sort of thing. I, I guess that comes back to passage rate. Um, a, a, lot of, a lot of farmers like the grain mix to be as fine as possible. The only reason they like that is because they don't see it in the dung. Whereas, you know, the, the ideal, the ideal uh, particle size for a piece of grain is about six, broken up into six size, yeah. six pieces. Um, for wheat, it's, you know, two or three pieces. And same, same for barley. Um, so that, that all comes back to rate of passage. It does, and how effectively that little log burner is actually burning. So for starch, any starch molecule, um, that gets digested by uh, an enzyme amylase. And amylase is contained within saliva. So we're talking earlier about cows ruminating and chewing the cud. If a cow's not chewing its cud, it's not producing the amylase and it's not going to break that starch apart. So it's really important that 
that we use the mechanisms that the cow's got to fully digest that starch down. So anybody with starch passing through should first of all spend a little bit of time with the cows watching their activity, watching how long they cud, and um, you know, spend a bit of time playing in the poo. Most people we talked to were having a look at their cow's dung. Hayden McKenzie. Yeah, just to see, um, make sure there's like the grain and things like that, what's getting broken down and left behind and make sure there's not too much fibre in there and yeah. You know, we sort of find if it's really hard to hose the yard down at the end of milking, you've probably got the diet pretty right. So yeah, if it's um, if it's firm and it's not splattering everywhere, you're probably, you're probably um, heading down the right path. That's Adam's straightforward tip on making sure your herd's diet is going well. If it's too easy to wash down the shed after milking, get suspicious. James could talk about dung for days. You can tell so much about your animal by looking at what comes out of them. As a nutritionist, one of the really important factors to look at is the cow's poo. So it tells us an awful lot about how well the cow is digesting the feed, the status of her health, and also uh, how efficient our diet is being digested. So we can run through lots of calculations about feed conversion efficiency, margins, etc. But to be honest, just by having a look at the cow's poo, we can pull out lots and lots of really useful information. So currently looking at a picture of a dung pat. This one is a perfect one because it's nicely shaped. It's got a dimple in the top and you can see that it's well digested. There's no bits of fiber sticking out of it. The best place to have a look at the cow's dung is out in the paddock. So there are a number of steps that we can take. The first one, be careful where you step. The second one, just have a look at the shape and just have a look at the shape of lots of different dung pats. Some you'll see are perfectly shaped. And yet within a few feet, you'll see ones which are extremely loose, full of bubbles, full of undigested fiber. And as you look across the paddock, you will find that there's a wide variation. When we see large variations in the dungs in a paddock, it's quite often because of selective grazing or selectively taking feed out of the feed trough. If a cow is on a highly digestible diet, it's likely that the dung is going to be much, much looser. When a cow is loose, then she doesn't really feel well in, in her rumen and in the rest of her digestive system. So she'll try and select out some harder feed to try and stiffen her back up again. Now we see the cows constantly going through these cycles. Some will be at the top of the cycle and some will be at the bottom of the cycle. One of the things that we can do here is to use restricted grazing so that the cows eat all the, the lush grass and the harder grass all at the same time. And it stops them, it reduces them going through these cycles of having quite runny diarrhea-like dung through to having very firm dung. So looking for too much variation in your herd's dung is a good tip. But you can also take a closer look at some specific indicators to find out exactly what's going on inside their digestive systems. Another thing to look for is the colour. So when you're looking at a dung pat, you'll see that it has a crust on the top. The crust quite often is quite a dark, dark green or brown. This is generally because the nitrogen within the, within the dung has risen to the top and oxidises out. And you can see that this is a dark cap on top. 
So I'd encourage you to knock the cap off the top and have a look at the, the color of the dung underneath. If the dung can, continues to be dark colored underneath, it's likely that there's more than enough nitrogen in the diet, more than enough crude protein. If the dung underneath is quite light colored, it may well be that the cows have got insufficient protein in the diet and we need to adjust the formulations to improve the amount of protein that the cows are currently getting. When you're looking at the cap on the top, this is generally where you'll find a lot of undigested fiber. This, this undigested fiber is energy that hasn't been released for milk production. So think very carefully about the amount of fiber that's going in the front of the cow and the amount of fiber that's coming out of the back because this is a graphic illustration of your feed conversion efficiency. If we're not fully digesting in the cow's rumen and it's ending up in a dung pat, we've lost that energy being produced into milk and put into the vat and earning money from it. Another thing to look for in the dung is to look for signs of bubbles. Those bubbles are a good indication of gas that's produced within the cow's rumen and within its digestive system. If the bubbles are small, this can be an indication of acidosis and that we should look to increase the amount of fiber and the use of buffers within the ration. But if the bubbles are quite large, this is a really good indication of hindgut fermentation. This is where the feed has passed through the rumen far too quickly and tries fermenting in the rest of the digestive tract. The trouble with that is, is the cow cannot handle the, the uh, fermentation of feed in the hindgut. And one of the things that we need to do is to increase the amount of fiber to slow the passage rate down of the feed through the rumen and to get much more complete digestion within the rumen and not in the hindgut of the animal. James is also keen to get up close and personal with dung. It can really help diagnose issues. It's also really important that you get far more interactive with the dung. So pick some up in your fingers and rub it between your fingers. If you can feel a sliminess to it, it's likely that you're getting damage to the hind gut of the cow. That sliminess is a mucus that's produced when the cell line, the, that mucus is produced when the lining of the digestive tract is being damaged by the acids that are, in, are present. So think about the sliminess and is damage being caused within the cow. Also, when you're rubbing it between your fingers, you're feeling for the undigested fiber. And it's much easier to, to estimate in your mind how much digestion you're, you're getting within the diet. There's lots you can learn from the behavior of your cows and their dung. Have a go at putting some of James's tips into action and see if you can get a better idea of how your herd is digesting. Thanks for listening today. You can find out more information on Riverbank Stock Feed's Cow Care program at cowcare.com.au. That's also the best place to go to find all the other podcast episodes and snag a copy of the free Cow Care magazine. Special thanks to Adam Richards, Matthew Dare and Hayden McKenzie for talking about dung with us. You also heard from dairy consultant James Haig and Riverbank Stock Feed Sales and Operations Manager Andy Robinson. This podcast is produced by Miles Martignoni. I'm Sean Britton. I'll catch you next time.